Hi, this is Anusha. Do you mind taking 10 seconds of your time to rate and review us on any platform that you're listening to? This will really help other people find our podcast and we would greatly appreciate it. We do really want to meet other people. We really want to include more people into this community. We want to meet people that are also transitioning in their 20s. So, we would really appreciate you taking the time to do that. Thank you so much and now let's get into the episode. Wait, But we don't have what? to have it figured out. That's what he said. Welcome back to the 20s in Transition podcast, everyone. We are your hosts, Anusha Khanen and... Likita Gopinath. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about five things we each learned this year. It can be lessons, it can be skills or habits, anything like that. And this is episode five, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, I think so. It's five. We missed an episode and we really hope you guys are safe and sound and, you know, let us know if you want any help. But yeah, I think this is episode five. I can't remember. Yeah. Wow. So, Anusha, what's the first thing on your list of things you learned this year? Yeah, I didn't even tell her. So, this is all a system. Yeah. Um, for me, the first thing is, I, I, I think I even thought about this before going into 2023, which was not to take anything personal from people that are not in my personal life. Uh, that was the first thing that I learned. And it, it has really worked out well for me. in terms of like just people that i've met recently uh, i decided that i wouldn't take anything whatever they say i'm not going to take it personally because they don't know me personally and i think i'm going to implement this with my personal life people as well like not taking things you know it's not always about me it's not always about it's got nothing to do with me and i think that's the mindset that i'm trying to cultivate it's very hard but um, i think it's really helping me out that's the first thing what about you what's your first thing <laughs> yeah it's almost very similar to yours so the first thing is uh reacting not reacting instead of responding right um no matter what it is if i have a small argument at home or with friends i try to take some time before i respond to them you know it's always very important for you to make sure that you're in the right mind space before you're ready to have the conversation or you know if it's just an argument or anything and this actually came up when i was driving so you know how it is to drive in india no especially chennai oh my god people are ruthless on the roads especially two wheelers bikes oh my god i have i have huge road rage like i cannot just take it when people drive rashly or you know they when they just don't follow basic road rules so i am a very petty driver okay i'm not very proud of it if someone's you know intimidating me especially if you're a woman on the road people just like intimidating you with their car or bikes it's just very common and i hate it so when someone does that like i show them what they did to me on the road and after a few hours i regret doing it i'm like why did i react like this what's the difference between me and that man on the road right now so it came up when i was actually driving but it actually applies to you know your relationships as well your arguments and everything so 
I feel like the more I take time and respond to someone, the more I'm proud of myself. You know, I don't have that second, I don't have that kind of a guilty feeling or that embarrassment saying, oh my God, I reacted like this. I just shouldn't have reacted like this. At that time, it feels like the right thing to do, you know, to lash out or like to give it back to them. But I'm telling you, trust me, if you take that time and respond in a more, you know, calm way, I, at the end of the day, I, I'd be really proud of myself. I'm like, thank God I'd not take the, you know, the wrong way. I sh- thank God I did not react like that. Thank God I did take some time and, uh, you know, react in a more calm way. So that's the first thing that I learned. And uh, yeah, what's yours? What's the second thing that you learned this year? The second thing is my space, if it's not clean, my mind is not clean. And for me, it's like, let's say that I have like 15 Amazon boxes, not that I'm buying 15 Amazon stuff, but let's say I have 15 Amazon boxes on my floor. It just really makes me... I don't know. I, I wouldn't say mad. It just gets to me. I don't like it when my space is not clean. And I think even in the last vlog that we did, I was showing my desk and I was like, it's not clean. It's not clean. I, I mentioned that like 500 times, exaggerating. But I just think that when my space is not clean, my mind is not clean and I'm not able to function properly. So I'm like, once I cleared it, I feel better and I'm actually able to be more creative and more, you know, focused on whatever it is that I'm doing. That is another thing that I learned about myself this year. I used to be this kid when I was in eighth grade. I used to like just take the mop and start like cleaning the floor. My mom was like, what's wrong with this kid? Like she's talked about this to me. She's like, why are you like this? I'll start cleaning my mirror. I'll keep things organized. But there's also another side of me that will keep stuff like piling up clothes everywhere. And then one fine day I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to clear this. But, some, but I, I've realized that that's only because I have something else on my mind that's occupying most of the space and energy and once I feel like okay if I clear this everything in my life is going to be okay and it ends up being okay I don't know how that happens I don't know if there's a scientific reason behind that probably we should do some research on that but definitely you know it it, it has really helped me this last year and that's something I've been focusing on what about you what's your second thing so my second thing is um you know I did my diving certification right so now I'm a certified diver so I it was really eye-opening, that whole experience of being underwater and, you know, traveling. So this time I went to the Maldives in June or July. And honestly, in Maldives, there's not much to do, right? There's not, it's not like Bali or something. It's basically like a I honeymoon know. spot. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, now you do. <laughs> but there's not really much. There are like, I think there are some thousand islands, Maldives, and all of them just have Hotel, a few hotels, a few buildings, not much to do, just water right around. And this time I was really forced to stay in my room and stay with myself because uh, there was really no partying, no alcohol, nothing. I just had to go to my dive shop, dive for like three hours in a day, three or four hours in a day, come back and sit by myself. Like it was so eye-opening, like my entire life just flashed through my eyes those six days that I stayed. So my course was only four days, but I extended two days. I was like, okay, I'll find something to do. But there really wasn't anything to do. All I had to do was, I just did a couple of activities, but let's say out of 24 hours, I slept for like six and the rest, I think 12 hours was just, just plain me sitting in the room and just thinking. And it really, I... 
I really thought about some turning points in my life and then a lot of introspection happened and then I'm like why did I do this and I really found answers for some of them if not all but a couple of them I did find answers and it was life changing and being underwater gives you that perspective I cannot just connect the two but honestly just being in a different country all by yourself and um being underwater it does, i know it sounds crazy to some people you know what you go under the water and you got an enlightenment or what no it actually is true i cannot explain it but it's just it's just a different thing and it made me realize that oh my god i really need to travel more i need to travel alone more and be under the water more just gives you a lot of perspectives in life i don't know if it makes sense but it eventually connects connects the dots for me at least So that's the second thing I learned. And uh, what's yours, Anusha? What's your third thing? I think my third thing is very similar to yours. It's about living alone. That has been such a transformative factor in my life. I lived. I've been living alone for over one point five, I think, or one one year and three months, I think. And I know a lot of people didn't want me to live alone. Like before I moved from Chennai. a lot of people are like don't live alone you'll feel so lonely you should have roommates especially in a new country you should have people around you i just never felt lonely i felt like i had so much so much inner work to do that it was such a peaceful time for me i still feel that way i don't feel like i need a roommate right now i know a lot of people might be like are you bored already like are you ready to have roommates i'm like no there's still so much that i have to do that i don't think i can do if i have a roommate because i feel like when when you have roommates you're just constantly relying on them right so i've i have friends in the us that live with roommates and i've constantly heard them tell that tell like oh my friend didn't load the dishwasher oh she didn't do that or oh, he didn't do that i'm like i don't have that problem because if i don't do that it's going to stink the kitchen's going to stink if i don't do the work that i'm supposed to do and i think it's really helped me think about you know that at the end of the day we're all going to go alone you know if you know what i mean we're all going to go alone at the end of the day the journey that we're all going to take and i think when you reach that point if you've been so dependent on someone it kind of does not make sense and it's kind of like a new adventure that you take on at that time for me i want to be able to look back and say i lived alone for a couple of years by myself i did everything i paid all the bills i made money i cleaned my room I, if i had people over after they left i had to clean stuff i had to keep keep my house clean i have to take care of my safety a lot of different thing, things that i didn't experience when i was back in chennai at home with my parents because i mean i'm i'm an only child i was i was spoiled i was so spoiled i i would just sit on my bed ask my mom for food and coffee and whatever and i get that and this was such a new experience because if i get up in the morning i have to think about what am i going to make for breakfast what am i going to do am i am i going to have coffee or am i going to have lemon water like there's so many choices that i have to make which will directly impact me throughout the day and I think that's such a huge lesson for me this year and I will continue doing that for as long as I can and I would definitely recommend that you know for people also like travel alone or live alone it's such a huge experience I know it seems very daunting at first but when you give it a try it changes so many things it changes your whole way of looking at the world and how you look at yourself you learn so many things about yourself if you're standing in line to like get your passport stamped like that's such a nervous moment for you to be in right like you're like am i going to get through like what am i going to say because i'm that kind of a person who had like friends go and order dominos i just be sitting i'm like i'm not going to come and talk i'm not going to order i'm not going to ask for that ketchup i'm not going to do this i'm not going to do that 
But then from that to this, where I had to like talk to everyone, set up electricity, set up gas, set up so many things by myself was just such a transformative thing for me. What about you? What's your next thing? Wow, that's really nice. My third thing is um, trying to find comfort in uncertainty. So basically, life is very uncertain, right? You really don't know what's going to come at you or what is going to happen the next day. And me personally, I know a lot of people can relate to this, including you. It's just very unsettling, right? You just, especially when you're at this age where you're trying to figure out, you know, what you want to do in life, what your purpose is, things like that. It's it's so, that that situation is so unsettling. You just feel very uncomfortable not knowing what's coming in the future. And for me, I think this year has been, I think, 2023 I think one of the biggest turning points in my life. I'm not saying that lightly, but so many things learned this year. But I'm now, I think, let's say I'm a 20% into finding comfort in not knowing what's going to be my future. Although it's very difficult, right? It's very difficult for a lot of us to get there, to be okay with not knowing what the future holds. So I think that's one of the main things that I've learned this year, that it's okay not to know what's coming in your, in your life. That's part of life, right? What's It's not going to be as exciting if you know what's, uh, what's going to happen tomorrow. So I try to look at it that way. And I think that's one of the biggest things I've learned this year. What's your fourth thing? Um, I think my, my fourth one is, this was a very conscious choice, by the way, um, surrounding yourself with the right people. I've consciously taken an effort to cut people out of my life. And I don't mean in like a toxic, like trauma way. I mean, in like a very conscious effort, right? Like I've, I want to be surrounded by people that want good things for me, that are proud of things that I'm doing and can, can slap me in my face and say that what you're doing right now is wrong. It's not going to end well for you. I want people like that in my life right now. And I've, I think I've definitely gone, you know, through the years, just having people that come into my life and just have them be there. And that has not worked out. It has not worked out well for me. So I took a very conscious decision. I was like, you know what? These people are serving something in my life. These people are not. I don't want to keep these people in my life. Yes, you can be in my life, but keep a distance. You know, you can still be in my life. I'm happy for you. You can be happy for me. And I just think it's a very important thing that people can do because it will really help you understand yourself and also like who, who really want good things for you? Who do you want good things for? It's not just about you. You should also want good things for them. I think it's very important to find friends, any, anybody, not just friends, like anybody, even professional. You need to find people around you that want the best things for you, that want you to be well in life. And and then when I say that, it's not just about like wanting to be well, but not wanting to be better than them. That is not what I mean. Even if you're better than them, they should be okay with that. They should be They should be like, yeah, you do so much work. You deserve this. That's the kind of people I'm you know, looking to surround myself with. And yeah, what about you? My fourth lesson or thing that I've learned is to put myself out there more on the internet. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> this whole podcast is me stepping out of my comfort zone, right? I've never been great at public speaking or like just showing myself or my face on the camera and and I love taking pictures of things and other people but not me a lot you know in the past and this podcast has helped me so much it's helped me articulate things that I feel my experiences and everything so 
honestly this whole initiative like our podcast and my public page which i thought a thousand times before starting it you know i'm like am i really ready to put myself out there you know to random strangers on the internet but i i think that came from a fear of what other people would think and you know people judging me but now i i i'm not saying that i really don't care it does affect me but i think i care a little less about what other people would think about me even my friends or people that i really don't know about so that's a huge thing i mean i'm not there yet you know yesterday i was trying to record a video of myself uh this is coming on what's next likita stay tuned but i was trying to record a video of myself uh talking about something and i felt so awkward i'm like i had so many pauses you know i'm like am i really going to post this on the internet so things like that and I try to remind myself saying that really nobody really cares that much to even judge in the first place and even if they do why do I care so I'm trying to remind myself of that every day and it's okay to put yourself out there if you want to be out there so yeah that's my fourth lesson learned what's your fifth and the last one anusha yeah i think it kind of ties back into what you were saying which is self rejection you know i have I have been a master of that. I have definitely hesitated to put myself in positions where I just think I'm not not that I'm not good enough, but I'm not like the right fit for it. And I think a lo- lot of us do that. We self-sabotage so much. And I think for me starting all of these podcasts, starting my website, doing a blog, being a dancer, like all of these things, I have definitely self-rejected. I have definitely told who who's going to listen to my podcast? Who's going to want to watch me dance? But I think at the end of the day, it's not about. And I think when we think about that, we are thinking about people that we have in our life, right? That we have in our lives. It's not about those people, though. Like I do not care if none of my friends that follow me on Instagram right now follow me on my public profile. I do not care about that. Especially, I mean, of course, like except a few of my best friends. If you don't follow me, I am not having you as my friend anymore. But I think except for that, like people that I barely know, people that are in my life, just because I've met them once or twice. I do not sincerely care if they do not follow me because I think I want to reach the right kind of people. I want to reach the right kind of audience. It's not about reaching the 300 400 followers I have on Instagram. Like I do not I appreciate you if you support me. Love you for that. But I'm not going to get tensed over who is not following me on my public profile. I I do not care. If you do not want to support me, that's fine because I think a lot of the times when my friends start something and I just don't know what they're talking about I probably just like I'm going to mute your public profile because I don't understand what you're talking about and I think that's completely fine I'll follow you and all but I'm just going to mute you because I don't understand it I just don't know it doesn't resonate with because I think it's also very important to remember that your feed nobody can decide who's going to come and bother you there it's your feed and you're trying to learn something or just get entertained and if that is not something that's going to entertain you it's okay to mute them you can go and visit them if they want your support they can ask you and you can support them all of that is fine but i think it's important to recognize that your friends equals not not equals your followers you need to like surround yourself with people that appreciate the content that you're creating whatever it is your work that you're putting out there it is not about people who know you because i think at the end of the day when i feel when i see my friends liking the stuff that i'm putting out there yes i appreciate your support but at the end of the day i'm like you know me that's why you're supporting me what if you didn't know me would you still like what i'm putting out there am i doing a good job i think that's what's driving me that's what's important to me if like a random stranger or random people that i just met somewhere once comes up to me and tells me that hey i love what you put out there i love your podcast that makes me so happy because that means i've actually 
impacted someone and that's what i want to do and i think yeah that's something that i'm i've really learned this year when i started my first podcast which is a marketing woman i really i really thought to myself like everybody's going to listen to it all my followers are going to want to know and they did the first few episodes i think that goes for our podcast as well like everybody wanted to know what we were doing but i don't but i think it's we've been talking about this too it's very important to remind ourselves like who is listening to our podcast is more important than how many people are listening to it i think understanding that difference is going to help you become a better podcaster or a better blogger or whatever it is you want to be your work equals who's listening who's watching it's not about your friends supporting your friends not because i used to really get mad over that you know when my friends didn't share my stuff i'm like what kind of a friend are you why didn't you do this but i think it's important that they don't know your stuff and they don't want to put something out there that can that can directly impact their image of you know whatever image they have on social media so i think it's very important to understand that what's your fifth and last thing my fifth lesson for this year is consistency and discipline over you know intensity so this is basically from going to the gym right so for me uh because i've been going regularly to the gym this year i've realized that just showing up is 90% of the work you don't have to you know necessarily have the progress that you want immediately which is why i say the intensity or like you know uh let's say you're like lifting 5 kgs next you want to lift 7.5 and then 10 it's not necessary that you have to level up every single time you hit the gym for me i realized that it's okay not to do that and it's okay just to show up and be consistent in showing up you don't you can even do like 30 minutes of cardio which you know i'm getting myself to do it because every time i go to the gym i'm like no i need to have this elaborate one and a half hours workout with like you know including 30 minutes of cardio which is not necessary it's okay to just show up do 30 minutes of you know cardio when on days that you don't feel like you know hitting the gym so that's what i've learned it's okay to be it's okay to be at the level where you are at times when you don't feel like you know doing something so just showing up is a huge huge plus for me and i'm learning to accept that it's okay to just show up and not be perfect not have like an elaborate uh gym session this is this can apply to everything else right it's okay to just show up and do something and not expect it to be perfect yeah that's my yeah. last lesson wow. for this so, year so such such different but also like such similar experiences we both had such lessons that we both had what other lessons people have learned i'm very curious to know that i feel like 2023 was a, a roller coaster year for so many people even like people around me everybody was going through something other than i don't mean like a bad like even good stuff was happening and i think even that will you know have give you lessons and i'm curious to know what people went through you know just let us know cuz we are getting we are like getting up for 2024 what can we take into that from your lesson like we want to know that so let us know in the q and a box but that's all for today's episode yeah if you're too shy then use the uh, not going to lie link <laughs> yeah shy about that. the lessons that you learned this year yeah if you don't want to do like expose you want to know fine. yes we do like use the ngl link we have it in the in the description so please use that and yeah the usual rate review just Give us a review, guys. Come on, like, come on, come on. Take take five seconds. Do it. It really helps us. Yeah, find and everybody who's reviewed us has given five stars. So thank you. Yes, for that. we 
we want to know who are these people thank you so much we really appreciate that yeah we're so glad and i really got a few dms on instagram saying that you know this episode was really nice the manifestation episode was nice the perfection um episode was really nice and they related to it and i am like oh my god people are finding it relatable and that's that it made us so so happy and yeah. you know messages like these make us want to keep doing this on a yeah. weekly basis Mm-hmm. send us a message like if you want to be featured on our instagram too like if you if you're okay with your name being out there we'd love to do that we also have like you know what our listeners are saying on our highlights on instagram we also have an instagram for 20s in transition so go follow oh, yeah. follow us on instagram everything is in the description and let us know yep. if you want like have if you have like any thoughts on what you want us to record like topics that you want us to cover you send your link or the feedback form or you know Q&A box whatever works for you DM us we're, we're we're pretty cool people yeah we are yeah we'd like to think we are <laughs> but anyway we are rate us and follow us like anusha mentioned and with that we've come to the end of this episode thank you for listening we are very grateful and thank you yeah see you next bye. episode bye